2: Hello, one and all. Thank you very much for listening. This is Failing Better, the self-help comedy podcast for losers like me. I'm Sean McLaughlin, and I'm Johnny Pelham, and together we are Failing, Failing Better.
1: Ah,
2: I uh, I thought that one went pretty well. We we ended at the similar time. It's as refreshing as a nice cold Diet Coke on a warm summer's day. Saying that. And i no doubt hearing that. Um, how you been, Johnny? I've been good, really. I've You're just sort of been... looking at me with this black look and go, what are you talking about, Sean? Just trying to get a sort of wholesome feeling in the pod. Well, I, I was think, I was going to pivot to me talking about how I prefer beer, but then I realised due to your constant refrain about my alcoholism, and um, I wouldn't do that. And then I started thinking, am I an alcoholic? So oh, I got quite existential quite quickly for me in my own little head. Well we had um we actually had some beers together didn't we since the last podcast we've had, we this the, it's the first time we've physically been in the same space since we started failing better it was lovely wasn't it it was very nice uh should we go over it let's talk about it let's talk about it i thought you were rude <laughs> <laughs> i um what was pathetic about it was we had two beers and then did we have a liqueur or something what did we have no we had a slow gin we had t- johnny had done a show in brighton uh on the south coast and and came to stay with me in south london um i won't say where because there's already enough teenage girls milling around looking for my home address teenage girls is that do you want to say teenage it's it's like Beatlemania out there (laughs) um uh, and uh uh, yeah teenage girls running around looking for my home address saying you dropped your cex loyalty card where are you (laughs) Um, Do you think that's what teenage girls spend their time doing these days? They? I think so. In the so, modern yeah. world with a mobile phone and all the digital opportunities, there, chasing around a tall man trying to like back his CEX card. Please stop calling me tall, Johnny. It's doing my fucking head in. Uh, so Johnny came to stay with me. He got uh, in at about eleven twenty PM, and I'd bought us two Heinekens each. <laughs> like, like can only described as one of the lamest people in the, in the world. He went. He literally held up a four and went. Good night ahead. <laughs> <laughs> a four-pack. It was. But I mean, they were full pint cans, so it was pretty, pretty wild. Two pints each. We had two pints each. We then had a glass of slow gin each, and then we woke up the next day and both felt depressingly hungover. I was hanging out my eye. I don't know what. It must have been the slow gin. Yeah, it must have been. I, I think it was the sugar and and all the other stuff. Well, I felt dread. We had to go to like a fly up, didn't we? Yeah, we had to. We were, for- we were, forced, we were forced to go. We were forced to go. And I I got two cans of Coke because I was hanging. <laughs> and Sean, when I ordered the second can of Coke, Sean looked at me like, you are not an adult, man. I don't understand how you can drink two cans of full fat Coke. I think it was just because I was really hung... I normally wouldn't do that, but I just really hung over and just needed, like, the fizz. Because you- when you're hanging, sometimes you just need a bit of fizz in your life. Yeah, yeah. Well, what happened after that was... Uh... Uh, well, I mean, an absolute typical interaction of both of us and in the, in the real world. Um, uh, Johnny doesn't have his debit card. My, you don't my have puppy, your bank card. My puppy ate. Miss, my puppy ate my debit card. <laughs> How does your puppy eat your debit card? Cause she's I don't fucking understand. I think it must have just fallen out of my pocket, and then it was in her bed. And then I thought, maybe it'll still work. And it didn't work at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, so but then, so that was annoying. And then, but then we needed to get the bus. So then Sean tapped me in to get the bus in London because it's only digital uh, to get to the tube station. And then the man started telling you off, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. We said, well, this is perfect. I've got a card. I'll just tap the thing and go, it's for him. You'll get on. You don't need to tap out on the buses. Nothing can go wrong here. <laughs> I tap, I say, it's for him. Johnny gets on, sits down, and then the man pulls down his COVID mask and basically starts shouting at me, just going, is that for him? Is that is that for him? I went, yeah. He goes, what if the inspector comes? What's the man supposed to do? What's the man supposed to do? What if the inspector comes? And then he kept saying to me, you have made a big mistake today. Made- <laughs> he said, you have made a big mistake. And I, I was like, but the inspector's not going to come. Like... It- but you're the driver, just tell him. If the I mean, inspector that's comes, what felt, tell him. That's what it felt like the, the insanity of the bureaucracy must be insane for him not to be able to just say, yeah, yeah, he just got tapped on by another dude. It was like he had no authority. What was fun was I just sat down, I thought it was all over, and then I just turned around and I couldn't hear what was going on. I could just hear a thing shouted at by the bus driver. I was thinking, happened happening? And then he's shouting at you. You got off the bus, and then he just drove off, and it didn't feel like the argument had been resolved. And I very much felt like, well, I shouldn't be on this bus. There was a simmering resentment on both ends. It took me a few days to get over it, to be honest. I I think it probably, um, it probably had a long-term effect on him. It's really hard when a man in authority is looking at you and repeatedly saying you have made a big mistake here. (laughs) I've not made a big mistake. Yeah, worst-case scenario, a a little mistake. Like, not sort of. Yeah. Hitler trying to take on the Soviets—that was a big mistake. Okay, <laughs> Sean trying to get Johnny on a bus. <laughs> little mistake. And to be honest, it worked out absolutely brilliantly because there weren't any inspectors. So, if anything, it was a—it was a, a little win. It was—it was a wee win for a couple of great old chums. And you know what they say: if you stick together enough little wins, you've got yourself a medium win. You bang a few medium wins together, <laughs> you got yourself a big win. So we're only a few more little wins and then a couple of medium wins away from a big win. There you go, listeners. There you go. You're learning already. You're learning already. We're going to get that put on a a T-shirt, by the way, for our live Ants screening at the Leicester Square Theatre. Which we're all excited uh, for you to come to. Um, What's the date? Can you remember the date? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just come Um, any day. We're there for the next three months. (laughs) 7pm every day. Just a rotating crowd of audiences, celebs, big wigs. And, Big um, wigs are going to be there Watching Queen Lizzie's popping down in a couple of days To do a bit of uh, bit of karaoke <laughs> She's singing um, I want it all I want it now by Queen Because she thought that was very funny Didn't she <laughs> <laughs> I, To be honest Johnny I've clocked out of what you were saying there I've, I've sort of zoned <laughs> for out, the best. <laughs> um, Anything else to report on this week Johnny? Anything else going on? Nothing too much really Just ticking along um, Yeah, What about yourself? Yeah, nothing really. Uh, yeah, nothing at all. Well, should we crack on with section two of the pod? I think we should. This is We're very delighted with this episode. It's panned out perfectly for us. Uh, we've got another great guest, our second guest in a row. Um, and this week we are talking podcasting. You know this thing that you're listening to right now, listeners? You know this thing coming into your lug holes? It's a podcast. The word and- art. The modern... Word art. (laughs) It's the modern word art. It's moved from sonnet to novel to podcast. And I feel like to think that we are the driving forces behind that change. But today, we're going to talk about it with a man even more successful than us. Is that possible? Yes. Just. Just. He's just more successful than us. It is our old friend and compadre, Ed Gamble. Uh, And I think we're going to have an amazing chat. We're going to ask him about how to get celebrity guests on the podcast what is a podcast uh who is you, a podcast who is a podcast why and, is a podcast why is a podcast i think is the main question that a lot of people <laughs> are asking um, and so that so it's going to be are you looking forward to the chat what is there one thing you'd like to learn at the end of this podcast uh i mean uh, no <laughs> <laughs> just, just, you know what they no. say in improv always say yes and Yes, and there is nothing I want to learn. Is that what you want me to say? Yeah, that is. I would like to learn um, how to get a better podcast host. Oh, hey, come on. I would like to learn how to get Bastille on this podcast. Are we any closer on that, by the way, Johnny? Getting the band Bastille on the show? I have messaged my PR again. She has refused to respond. The last email said, hey, just following up on this. That was about four days ago, five days ago. I think yeah. I need to send another follow-up. I, I just think she thinks I'm insane. <laughs> I mean we'll it is see. quite an insane, uh, it's an insane I think there's a offer. good chance within the next three weeks we'll get Bastille on okay listeners you heard it here first we will get Bastille on the podcast in the next three weeks that's so, a JP guarantee that's a JP G- guarantee any other JP guarantees in, the, in this life by the way it'd be good to know what we're each guaranteeing uh, two Lucas eggs for one pound at my, in my kitchen <laughs> every day <laughs> nine to five if you want a LucasEard, you want two LucasEards, come to my house. For a pound? That's a pretty good deal in this economy. It's a JP guarantee. It's a JP guarantee. Uh, I will fix the uh, washes and U-bends under your sink. I will underwrite the competition by £150. That is my SM guarantee. There is an asterisk there, which is your. it will still leak. I mean, it, it, it will still leak. <laughs> The sink will leave. The is, what if you could get what you want for less than 150 pounds, and then you're saying you'll do it 150 pounds less? You have to give them money. If if someone, if, if your husband or wife or someone in your family is saying I'll do it for free, <laughs> I will give you money to do it. That is the SM guarantee. You will. Sounds all... like we got two really good guarantees. <laughs> so you can use. I mean, think about that. If you if you call me up and go, I need to sort out my sink, my plumbing. <laughs> I'll go right. Uh, well, how much is someone else charging you? you go, nothing. I'm a plumber. I don't need. I don't need to pay anyone. I go right. I'll give you 150 quid. <laughs> They'll take that 150 quid. They'll go to your house. They'll buy 300 bottles of Lucasaid, and you can set up a shop, the Lucasaid shop. Yeah, you can set up the Lucasaid shop, the Lucasaid shop at Johnny's house. <laughs> It's a gap in the market. It is a gap in the market. I mean, it's weird that, don't you think, Johnny? There's an Eminem world. There's a Lego shop. There's all these specific things. There's no Lucasade shop. Why do you think that is? I think that's discrimination against Lucasade. Is that is that what you think? I I guess I always think Lucasade is quite um, horrible. Are wow. you a fan of Lucasade? That's why I, I'm selling it so cheap. I got I got 74 cases by accident. <laughs> You know, you you don't need to and shopping on Amazon and think, why don't I get seventy four Lucaseds? It turned out I got seventy four cases. I would go so far as to say I've never drank a bottle of Lucased. My yeah, I don't, my partner swears by when he have got a hangover, but that's I feel it doesn't feel like a proper drink, Lucased. Like no one's ever been to the pub and got can of a kind of a pint of Lucased. <laughs> have you got any Lucas Aid on draft? <clears throat> uh, uh, anyway, Ed Gamble's on the show. Delighted to have him. <laughs> Thank you for listening, Guy. Gar- I mean, that's the key thing. We're failing better. You're failing better. And, um, yeah, keep those nice uh, ratings and reviews coming. Right, Johnny? Right, th- currently, I mean, this, this, I'm not even going to say that. I was going to talk about how we've only – I mean, I am going to talk about We've got a five-star review from ten people so we're five-star podcast so it feels very exciting to still be a five-star podcast six weeks in and we will remain a five-star podcast as long as none of you listening <laughs> this is what I didn't want to say it feels like if I heard someone say that on a podcast the first <laughs> thing I'd think was let's fuck these people up <laughs> but please don't please don't because the algorithm is all important we are living in the matrix now we need to appease the algorithm algorithms are God and the only way to appease the algorithm God is to give us a five-star review okay Do you think that went on for too long? Um, Maybe, but we'll be be fine. Look, after this chat with Ed, we are going to know so much about how to be a good podcast. So new listeners, you've joined at the best time, I would say, because you're about to witness us growing from podcast caterpillars into podcast butterflies. Is that fair to say? I think that's eloquently and wonderfully worded. And the perfect way to begin or chat with Ed. Hello and welcome back to Failing Better.
0: Uh, This week's guest is the wonderful Mr. Ed Gamble. Hello, Ed. How are you? Hello. Nice to be straight in. I was expecting some sort of uh, intro at the top, but it was literally, as you said, we'll start after three. (laughs) And I don't know if you record that in the... uh, Well, what we do is... One, two, three, go, I think was what you said, and then you started. (laughs) I watch a
2: lot of... I've been watching... um, drive I have to survive the F one thing? And I've learned that one two three go is the way that the, the professionals do it. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. D- Johnny, do you do you think that they that the F one teams try and keep their drivers on the back foot as much as we keep our guests? Is that I the think, point? So. think Lewis Hamilton is sort of very confused and scared at the beginning of every race. Yeah, they, I, he hasn't put his seatbelt on, and they say one two three go. I think it's like a game of Mario Cats. So that would make F one a lot more interesting, and that's how
0: I like to play podcasting. Just chuck yeah. a turtle back at a guest. <laughs> do you think Lewis Hamilton steps on the? Accelerator when like the second lights on. Just
2: oh, to just try and get boost. the boost. Yeah. <laughs> he's not an idiot.
0: He's a professional. Of course, he is.
2: <laughs> um, Ed, I'll give you an introduction. Given hey, one of us, one of us knows our way around a frigging podcast. <laughs> he is a comedian.
0: He, he, I, my instinct was, everyone knows who Ed Gamble is because he's such a such a top. No, notch. fair enough. And we on off menu, we don't give we we don't do introductions like that we'll pre-record them beforehand so well, that's what we're going to do you see. yeah yeah well there you go yeah that's okay first qu- first
2: question i guess is i guess is uh, <laughs> what the fuck is off menu never heard of it
0: Post-cast?
2: ed is the host of a very successful podcast and that's why we've got him here right johnny it is because our podcast is let's be frank absolutely in the shit right now and we just needing a bit we in a boost so we thought let's get the number one podcaster in the
0: world would you say that's too Ed? Me. Yes, I would. I would say that's true. Who, it, who is the biggest podcaster in the world? Is it, is it you guys in the world? Yeah, <laughs> well, Joe Rogan probably
2: isn't it. I don't. I think it's Ed and then then Joe and then James
0: Acaster because I feel like you carry that podcast. <laughs> um, I think we do we do pretty well in the in the UK. I'll say that. Uh, well, we do pretty well in uh, China for some reason. (laughs) We've got one listener in
2: China, so if that guy could really start blabbing his mouth about how good it is, that'd be fantastic. We've got one
0: listener, but we believe it's President Xi himself. (laughs) They've got pretty sort of heavy censors uh, on on the internet in China. Do you think for some reason your podcast has slipped through and is just the number one podcast in China by, by default?
2: No, what we've done is we've preci- precision engineered this product to fit all of the stringent Chinese <laughs> censorship laws. We, me and Johnny sat down, we had a very cynical game plan, which was, you know, don't avoid any mention of like homosexuality or democracy. <laughs> or Tibet. Just or Tibet, that, no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> We're incredibly (laughs) anti-democratic. We we, we hate democracy on this pod. (laughs) And we're all about authoritarianism and long-term Chinese war. (laughs)
0: Um, Ed, you're on tour at the moment. How's it going? It's going great, actually. I'm really enjoying it. I don't think the novelty has worn off yet for audiences or me that it's nice to be out the house doing stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's definitely worn off for me. Yeah, as it's <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And 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 based on last night's preview, it's definitely worn off on the audience. As well. <laughs> We're in Scunthorpe this week, and I don't know if you've ever been to Scunthorpe, either of you. Um, but it literally stinks of shit. Did you know that? Great. Right, well, there's another there's another fucking town that we can click off the map. <laughs> Johnny opened the first episode
2: by insulting Grimsby and calling everyone in Wigan a cunt, so there yeah. we go. Oh, well, I cancelled my Grimsby gig, um, but we thought... That's we should so wise, end. I yeah. feel like we're really fond of our hatred of Grimsby. <laughs> Fucking... All they do is talk about fish and chips. You get that, it's not even that nice.
0: <laughs> well, Scunthorpe stinks of shit. Why does like- it stink of shit? <laughs> Well, th- this is what I asked them when I went on. Uh, cause we, it we not go well. <laughs> it was all right, actually. But we arrived and we were like, fucking hell, it stinks of shit. And, um, and then I went out to the Sainsbury's because there's no delivery options. In the same uh, and I walked out and, into the into the street and I was like, the whole place stinks of, like, stinks of shit. And then we walked into the theatre to do a sound check and the theatre stank of shit. So... <laughs> I, Chloe Petsy supported me went on at the beginning and very bold opening for a support act said it's lovely to be here in your town that stinks of shit <laughs> and they all laughed and then obviously I, I went on and went what is it why does it smell like? Why does your town smell like this? And they were like, "Oh, it's the firm's muck spreading." I'm like, "Yeah, but we're in a town now. Like, you shouldn't spread the muck that far. It shouldn't make it into the the boundaries of the town." I love the idea. They think that every town smells like scum farm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Every time they leave, they're like, what is this perfumed god place? When, when I said it as well to the one of the techs at the venue was like, "Oh, you want you want to try going to Hull?" And like, we were, in, we were in Hull last night, and yes, it did stink of shit, but not as much as this. <laughs> I think this is arguably why Brexit happened. It's just
2: regional northern towns <laughs> smelling of shit, and the, the London metropolitan elite are completely unaware of the fact. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that was probably the most London way you could have got into that gig: is walk on stage, yeah. go, "This town stinks of shit, and it's got terrible delivery options." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is stinky. This, this place is, is a stinky, stinky town. And where anyway, does. <laughs> three cheers for Corbyn! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, oh well, that's fun. That's fun. I mean, yeah. I guess. Um, uh, we've brought you here uh, because, you know, you do do a lot of great podcasts and oh, we're hoping that this podcast will one day be considered even greater. We um, want to turn podcasting into an art form and we're yeah, well on the be- way. We're well on the way. Yeah. We want to be sort of the Charlie Chaplin or the Johan Cruyff of podcasting. Or the we Monet. Think- you can be the Chaplin. I want to be the Monet of podcasting. Do you? What a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chaplin and Monet. Finally. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Classic bedfellows. <laughs> So you want to be sort of not a great double act, just individually very good, but don't work together well at all. That is absolutely the dream, man. (laughs) That is it, that is it.
2: Already the schisms have been formed, and Ed, you have really pounced on that. Um... No, we're looking to we're looking to a, a sort of expand our brand because at the moment, you know, failing better it is it is a quality product, but it's sort of only known amongst I would say sort of undesirables, vagabonds, reprobates, um, re- reprobates. And are, did you say retrobates? I <laughs> did. Yeah. Thanks for pointing it out,
0: there. <laughs> Those are would people you, that what? used to be reprobates. <laughs> That's <very good laughs> <Yeah. though. laughs> Reprobates in the seventies. Would you?
2: I mean, Ed. Would you say that being able to speak
0: and form cohesive sentences? I mean, how important is that for podcasting, in your opinion? Well, it doesn't need to be sort of like bang on language wise. I don't think. Mm. I don't think you need to follow all the rules of the English language, but you need to be understood. So, for instance, when when Johnny said retrobates, I did know what what he meant, and we had a bit of we had a bit of fun with it. Hmm. And, and
2: do you think it's helpful to pick up on any minor error your co-host makes and try and make it into a big deal do you think that's helpful I actually, the I
0: actually do think that's a major part of podcasting yeah it does feel like it at the moment it's
2: it, my greatest joy is when Sean makes a tiny error and that is in my whole life like, <laughs> like my girlfriend irrelevant now just when Sean makes a mistake I'm like yes drop I, everything we, we did a, our last episode was the first episode where we had a guest with the brilliant Sophie Willenon, who of course uh, the episode if you haven't listened to it by the way listeners you've got to go back it's a great guide to how to to get the perfect man um, <laughs> because she is Johnny Pelham's partner but it was the first episode I re-listened to it it's the first episode where the majority of Johnny's sentences aren't go fuck yourself Sean you fucking idiot because I mean, he's behaving himself yeah because yeah. he's behaving himself he's, like, he's on best behaviour and so were you Sean you were very sweet rather than the sort of awful toxic masculine mess you normally are oh, I think toxic masculinity's had a great week um, <laughs> but I, I think um, I guess what we're trying to say is our main goal on this show is to get some big guests, some wattage on you know on the pod. We've got you, you know, you're doing pretty well. I would describe you as sort of a D-list celebrity.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I'll take that. That's all. I, that's the, the only list I want to be on. Yeah, <laughs> surely that's the dream, isn't it? The D-list I mean, celebrity. I think I, know, I think I consider that because
2: we started comedy at about the same time. Yeah, and I sort of. I don't know about it, but I sort of mentally refuse to believe that anyone's doing better than me, even though I eat eat crisps for every meal and I'm desperately (laughs) alone. But here's the main thing, Ed, I'm not sure if you're aware of the situation. Uh, In Rolling Stone magazine, the band Bastille were asked who was their biggest inspiration for their latest album. Mm. And remarkably, they picked our own Johnny Pelham. This is not a joke. I mean, my name is in Rolling Stone magazine. And loads of other things like The Sun, uh, they're all over me. (laughs) So they said, uh, Johnny Pelham is is our biggest inspiration. They saw his last Edinburgh show. They thought it was a
0: masterpiece. Um, I mean... Have they have they contacted you directly, Johnny, to let you know this? No, or is it is only through th- Rolling Rolling Stone magazine? <laughs> yeah, I, I Rolling really Stone
2: remains the arbiter of this relationship, unfortunately. I got a call from my agent saying, "Do you know Dan Smith, the lead singer of Steel? I was like, "What." <laughs> And it turns out he's been yakking about me all over the joint. But then I thought, Well this would be great we can get Bastille on the pod. Yeah. And so then I sent him a tweet and he just saying, Thanks so much for the whatever, you know, really love your music and he just liked it. It's <laughs>
0: <That's laughs> a joke. Imagine if your inspiration contacted me on Twitter. <laughs> you'd throw you'd you'd throw a reply, wouldn't you? I mean that is actually
2: exactly how we feel. We we feel I mean we feel pretty hard done by we're willing to, to play the patient game Johnny also didn't you say you, your PR was in touch with their PR so I, I mean this is, this is is this a good sign Ed you can tell me I've contacted my PR twice to tell them to get in contact with Bastille and I've not yet had a response from my PR woman <laughs> So I'd sent it a week ago, and yeah. then I sent it a follow up, and she's not even replied to the follow up, which is, you know, I think says that she thinks I'm maybe just insane. Yeah, well,
0: it's a mad email to send, isn't it? <laughs> it's not. Could you excuse me? Could you get in contact with Bastille for me? <laughs> well, I mean, the the problem is, as 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 has been pointed out in previous
2: episodes of this pod, we're asking him to go on a podcast. The sole purpose of which is to get him on the podcast. I mean, it is a weird <laughs> feedback loop. But I guess we wanted to get you on here because you've met loads of big celebs. You've had mm-hmm. loads of great stars. Um, how do you get celebrities... <laughs> how do you get
0: celebrities to appear on a podcast, Ed? Because we're really out of ideas. Well, it's a mix of stuff. The, the stuff does come through the PRs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, people promoting things. They want to come on the podcast to promote things. Um, sometimes it's friends, or sometimes it's people who enjoy enjoy the podcast and contact us directly we've just we've just interviewed a film star because Ooh. he contacted me through instagram to say he enjoys the podcast and he'd like to come on the podcast
2: no way that's very exciting
0: yeah. um, would, cool, would you right?
2: recommend increasingly angry tweets going yes. why why you've you've started citing me as information why what you would respond to me you yeah. fucking bastard! I, I mean, have to yeah, Johnny. The- that it's it's that fucking bastard line at the end of everything you say
0: that might be doing a bit <laughs> of damage there. But they, look, if Steel are into that sort of thing, they clearly enjoy Johnny's work. So you know why why wouldn't they be into the fucking bastard stuff? Yeah, that,
2: that, I mean, if you're not into the fucking bastards, you're not into them. That's really the heart of me. That's my B side. That's yeah. the real fans are into the fucking bastard stuff. Now, Johnny, here's so.
0: here's something about me that you, you need to know you didn't know this. Um, uh, but I I went to school with Dan Smith. What? Wait, what? All right, Johnny, we
2: got to be cool here. We got to be cool. We're through the looking glass here. What do you mean? Well, like in the same year group. In the were you? Yeah, we sat next to each other in GCSE English. Fuck what? you, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> you sat next to each other in GCSE English. Yeah. Was his musical I mean, ta- was
0: his lyrical talent clear then? Yeah, I mean, he's a very clever boy. He's a very nice boy as well. Was um, he? Yeah, yeah, really, really. That's really not the impression that we've boy. got based on our, uh, <laughs> our liaisons with him. Got the impression he's, he's, he's very pretty standoffish. Now, to be well, honest, yeah. um, I, I mean, to be honest, I've not re- I, uh, we've not spoken since school. I don't think so. I, I what saw a successful him in a class that was. Well, well, me, me, and him, and then uh, and then anyone else? Weirdly, Lady Gaga. <laughs>
2: Who's the most successful person that went to your school, Johnny? I say this with all humility, but I, there's a chance it's me. <laughs> there's a lot about the school I went to. Shocking state of affairs. That shocking state. Of My affairs. school had to check. My school was a new build, and then after eight years, I had to change its name because it got such a bad reputation. <laughs> So after eight years, they just closed the whole history of the place down and rebranded
0: That's They basically put a big fake moustache on it. <laughs> yeah,
2: that was it. That was it. I also My school also had a thing um, that said, it got labelled unacceptable by Ofsted, and then it got not unacceptable, which I think is still disappointing. And they had a big banner outside which said, this school is no longer unacceptable. Because <laughs> they were like, yes.
0: <laughs> but they couldn't legally put this school is acceptable. They just had to put it's, yeah,
2: not, yeah, yeah, it's well,
0: not unacceptable. Yeah, above
2: unacceptable is disappointing or something like that. So yeah, they just had to. And there was this, there was like a big assembly where they're like, "We've done well, guys." <laughs> Wait, no I think the, the dream is for us to be able to put up a sort of digital banner on our podcast with a similar message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, not guys, unacceptable. we've got instead want to review this podcast, and I think they should. <laughs>
0: Um, so I don't know if I can help getting uh, getting Dan on the podcast because we've not really been in contact, uh, and also he's clearly you know a fan of live comedy. He's going he's going to see your show. He obviously came to see it at the Fringe, but not n- never ever come to see me or mention my comedy in any way whatsoever. Are you so, serious? So oh, this I don't, is, this I don't is, know if I can help. It's an interesting. I mean, look, we've got an angle here
2: now, Johnny. I mean, because he you know, cards on the table, Ed. Our plan is not just for him to appear on the pod. We also think. He's playing the O2 for two nights in April. We'd like to be the support act. We think it would be a great way for our podcast. Yeah. to We just the live show. It's would, a natural fit. It's a natural, natural fit. fit. We'll
0: just do an episode of the podcast for twenty minutes before the show. Really get the crowd going. <laughs> I mean, well, you're, you're used to those sorts of rooms now, Sean. I'm sure. I'm sure you'd be fine. You can work out a good way of doing the podcast live to those people. Whenever I've opened for big comedians in big rooms, I've
2: I've done well. I can't lie. You know, I know how to play those rooms. But part of me has always thought. I'm not talking to another comedian about self-help books enough. <laughs> that is what is missing here. That is what would tip this one over the edge. Yeah. Um, so Dan Smith, let's let's talk more about this guy. Um, he was, uh, you sat next to him in GCSE English. I yeah. mean, did, you, did he write work that you would say was particularly bad and you listened to his last album and thought, well, this is bloody good. Where did this come from? And now you're finding out about the no. Johnny connection. People are saying it's his greatest work and I really, I think they're right. I think everything else he's done before this has been, you know, clearly he's got potential, but it's all locked into place in this last album and I'd like yeah. to think
0: that's all me. I did, now you're mentioning it, the last album was way more northern than any of the others. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was much more northern.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, 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 you could almost say that the
2: new album... It, is not unacceptable. Yeah. Like it is, <laughs> for the first time, we're doing something that isn't unacceptable. I mean, track three, Pie and Gravy, is a real absolute banger. It? <laughs>
0: what a song, Pie and Gravy. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, I do my albums of the year every year, and I think the new Bastille album, I Hate Grimsby, is going to be up near the top. <laughs> This town stinks a shit by
1: Bastille
0: <laughs> uh, Dad, if you're listening, you've got to get on the pod.
2: We've got your childhood best friend here, Ed Gamble. Yeah, that's and, it. childhood. And best he's friend. he's making an appeal. We've got also Ed a few other celebrity fans of this pod who we're trying to get mm-hmm. on. Um, our Twitter handle at failing pod has got 55 followers at this moment. One okay, of whom cool. is who is it, Johnny? Fern Britton. <laughs> Fern Britton. <laughs> <laughs> who we've never seen ever met. So how God knows how Fern yeah, Britain. Yeah, what's goes.
0: happened there? Have you ever met Fern Britain, Ed? Never met Fern Britain. Often get mixed up with I mean the Fern the Fern issue of the cotton cotton Britain. I'm I'm still sort of trying to work out which one's which. Fern Britain's the the more like this morning, eat Fern. Right? She was in. Yeah, we know. We, I mean, yeah, we know her extensive back catalogue. She was on GMTV for many years. She oh, I thought
2: she was, and I she wasn't she, good. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was Fern. Cotton. I think I'm mixing my Ferns up. I thought she, I've been thinking we got Fern Cotton as a follower. You've been chasing the wrong Fern. Fern Cotton was um, was
0: Fern Cotton on Dig It? Yeah, but Fern Cotton. Celebrity Juice, what? though, wasn't it? Is that Fern? Co- <laughs> yeah, she she did do that. I think. Yeah, and now she she has a podcast now called happy place which is very successful i think so she's get her on the pod you can't get her on the pod pod. based on the fact she's got the same first name as someone who does follow you (laughs) i
2: ed honestly so far that is that is as good a link (laughs) as we've got that is so far what we've got we're trying to reach out i mean who's the big like on your show Mm. who do you feel like when you got them you were like right we've made it now do you have anyone like that any celebs because i feel like who dan Ackroyd? I mean, that's pretty good, isn't
0: it? Yeah. that's pretty biggest, I don't know if either of you have heard that episode or heard about it. It's the biggest disaster of any podcast episode ever. Oh, but, why? What happened? Um, because he had prepared within an inch of his life, but did not want <laughs> to talk about what he'd prepared. So he <laughs> he sat there. He was very friendly at the beginning before we started recording. And then he's like, R- okay, let's do this. And then like put his head down and just read out a list of all the food he would order in the restaurant. Like, oh, <laughs> oh God. And I went, oh, Dan, um, Dan, we sort of uh, we we like hear the first bit and then we'll sort of chat about it and then carry on talking. He was like, "Well, no, let me get through this and then we can talk about it afterwards." And after twenty minutes, uh, said, uh, "Well, thank you very much. I, I hope I've helped you with your little project here." <laughs> I mean it is astonishing it's, it's well worth listening to but it's, it's an absolute car crash but da- getting Dan Aykroyd was a, was a big thing yeah.
2: that is amazing and Dan if you're listening to this and you want to come on this pod just to let you know we'd be grateful no matter what you did we don't have a format for you to fuck up so uh... well, this is a very tightly tightly script. we and Ed and you have been on this for two hours before we began podding yeah, yeah, making yeah. sure every every single <laughs> sentence is pre-scripted every, every creative decision I mean I, I guess now based on the last week Ed you must be looking at, I mean
0: I'm sure you and James and your producers are having a chat and thinking will smith might be on the cards Dad. i mean sure the guy's clearly having a breakdown i'm sure we can sneak in at this point and there'll be an opening now To if we ask he might say yes it'd do be a nervous it? punt though wouldn't it you'd have yeah. to really you'd, you well have. it'd be zoom we'd have to do it over zoom there's no <laughs> way to do to, that yeah, yeah. well yeah i mean yeah. he'd be in prison wouldn't he <laughs> he'd be in prison and obviously uh, i mean as comics uh, the first instinct is to immediately make that gi jane 2 joke again right
2: yeah, of course, of yeah. course. <laughs> not me.
0: I'm, I'm like, more coward than I am comedian Ed. <laughs> Surely, if you were the guy presenting the next award, the Documentaries Award, your instinct is to go out there and go, well, uh, sorry, I wasn't really watching the show, but I've written a few jokes. <laughs> 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 He's not going to get up again, is he? He's not going smack to smack someone again. I, I think it, I'd, be, I'd be interested to know if he
2: smacks someone again. I would definitely push his buttons. I'd really yeah. push his buttons. This is why. This is why the pod's doing so well in China. Because I bow to powers. I would just humbly apologise to. I'd go on and be like, I'm sorry, Will Smith. For everything you've been through. I'm also sorry to you, Chris Rock. I would just like everyone to have a nice time. Oh god. I'm all about appeasing power. I mean have you have you met many celebrities, Johnny? I mean you've talked already at length about how you met uh, Howard from the Halifax Advert, who <laughs> just just for the record just for the record Ed, he kept yeah. calling Halifax from the Harold Advert. <laughs> <laughs> so you met Halifax from the Harold Advert. Yeah, and he's a good good man. Good man. Yeah, Changed sure his name to the band, which is all you can ask really. Um <laughs> Have I met anyone? Have you, ever, really. have you only... ever done anything embarrassing in front of a... Because I, I, I think you'd be very interesting bloke in front of, like, a famous person, Johnny, I think. Well, I've never... I've, I was thinking about this. The, the, the funniest I've had in front of anyone remotely famous... It's not really that famous, because it's just, like, comics... I was in Melbourne, um, and uh, it was, like, during the comedy festival there, and... Um, my girlfriend and me were doing karaoke with everyone there. And then my girlfriend got annoyed with someone, told them to fuck off and stormed off. But I was just singing Valerie at the same time. So I just had to end the like, guy, Valerie. And <laughs> <laughs> she stormed off and I just kept singing for like a minute and a half. <laughs> like, unaware, like, should I follow her? Should I just... Anyway, it was a disaster. Because I was thinking this morning when we had this conversation, we were having a conversation about celebrity encounters and I've you know you meet a few people just sort of around doing this even at my low level uh but I was in a hotel in Cardiff a couple of years ago and I was really hung over and I woke up in the morning and I, I was meeting a friend for breakfast who was staying in the next room and I went over and there was like a high balcony where I was we were high up and I just said I was so hung over and I said to my friend god imagine if I just vomited or just spat over this balcony how would you react and then my friend just Act, was acting weird and kind of saying, no, shut shut the fuck up, Sean. You've got to shut the fuck up. So the lift arrives. We get in the lift and there's an old man who'd been waiting next to us in the lift who'd heard me basically acting like a lout. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Who is the most terrifying man I've ever been
0: in a lift with. Yeah. Uh, and He's got so, an aura, that guy, hasn't he, I think. Yeah, yeah. It was
2: yeah. very it was very impressive. He goes, a oh, beautiful morning, isn't it, boys? Beautiful morning. Beautiful for a spit. Beautiful morning yeah. for
0: a fucking vomit. Yeah, I'm gonna be sick, sick on your head, Anthony Hopkins.
2: <laughs> Fuck you, Anthony. Um, what about you, Ed? If you ever made a disastrous
0: cock up around a celeb, I had. Um, I mean, I think he's persona non grata now. But I, I did. Uh, I did a show in the states where I had to pretend to be in the royal family and <laughs> went round like pretending to be a member of the royal family. Uh, And we did this publicity thing at an awards ceremony in LA where we filmed a whole video of me going to get a spray tan, the character getting a spray tan and basically coming back with like thick brown paint on my face, like really, really tanned up, looked ridiculous, insane. And then walked the red carpet and everyone there was the most insanely famous person I've ever seen. And they all looked at me like I was the biggest dick of all time. So we had to walk onto the red carpet and they're like cameras going and then we walked on and they were like what the fuck what the fuck are you doing (laughs) and then they went no you gotta get back you can't come on yet and like spun us around to walk back to the beginning of the red carpet and as i turned around robert downey judy it was just here no and i was like completely in character because i thought they were filming us right and he was like literally right in my face and i went hello (laughs) that loud that loud and he went ah hi um and also that, uh, that, that, that night, we got to the end of it and I was just sort of stood there and I was aware of someone staring at me. The fact that I looked weird, but they were proper staring at me. I turned around, it was Dustin Hoffman. And oh. honestly, he was looking at me for what felt like two minutes, like r- hell, I didn't know what to say. We were just staring at each other. And eventually the woman he was with had to like lead him away and he was still looking at me while he backed into the room. <laughs> Do you know why? Because I looked mad, but he was just completely, <laughs> he was completely was entranced by how weird I looked. And then he was hosting an award, and I swear this happened, and I've tried to find videos of it because I'm worried I've imagined it. He was giving out an award to uh, Dame Judy Dench, right? And he mentioned some film... That she she was in that everyone loved clearly and everyone started applauding and I was sort of a bit a bit distracted and I was sort of like looking off and I wasn't clapping and then I looked up and he was looking directly at me because I was on the front table and he went what you you, you not seen it <laughs> have you not seen it <laughs>
2: oh, fucking hell I would just I, I, I that's the problem I don't have the composure for that I think podcasting over Zoom is the only way I could ever talk to anyone yeah. I don't think I could. I, I I, sort of also, I've just remembered this. Twice in my life, I've never met uh, 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 Mel from Mel and Sue. <laughs> she seems, I'm sure she's very nice. Twice in met- your life, you've never met Mel from Mel and Sue? <laughs> never met Mel from Mel and Sue. I mean, it is, it's, yeah, it's on the bucket list.
0: Um, <laughs> Mel, if you're listening, you've got to get on the pod. We've got Fern Britain coming. She's brilliant she'd be great on a pod would she yeah 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 yeah. she's awesome yeah she's done the so i did Taskmaster podcast as well she's she's been on that and she's i mean she's great value as mel well. well uh well all i know is that
2: twice in my life and people don't believe me when i say this twice in my life i've been walking and she has been walking past me as i have been struggling to eat a massive hot dog <laughs> <laughs> and so i don't know if she could get on this podcast because as soon as she saw my face she'd be like where have i seen you before oh right you're the weird hot dog man (laughs) once was in soho and once was at latitude where genuinely i was i thought i was about to choke to death i was wolfing down a huge hot dog on my way to do a gig and like i I, look i've been given a disgusted look in my life yeah (laughs) but the look that she gave me was one of
0: it was beyond pity it was i think that is the best way to start an interview with someone and say we've not met before but twice in my life I've walked past you and i was struggling to eat a massive hot dog
2: the dream is she goes oh it's you (laughs) (laughs) it's you I've been in love with you for (laughs) years My hot dog prince. <laughs> <laughs> My hot dog prince. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, we, we need to get back to the nub of uh, of podcasting, really. So I guess one of the issues I'd say our podcast is happening, Ed, if I'm completely honest with you, is is tension between the hosts. Because, you know, I am what we'd call a consummate pro, and Sean is, you know, just a, a complete a nightmare, a monster. Sure. And I was wondering, have you ever had any incidents with James or on other podcasts where you've had to, like... Deal with your podcast host, frankly acting in an irresponsible manner all
0: the time. Yeah, all the time. And how do you get it
2: back on track? Are you the one who gets it back on track? Because it all, to be completely honest with you, Sean is the pro, and I'm the I'm the piece of shit. (laughs) I have to I have to repeatedly tell him to stop talking about like, well, basically horrible things that are happening in the news and child sex abuses. I go, mate, we're trying to make a comedy podcast, mate. Look, if anyone can turn it into Kimmo it's me. I've only inspired Bastille. I can inspire the nation to have a, a, a necessary conversation on a difficult topic.
0: But yeah, I mean look, this is the stuff that's inspiring Bastille. I don't think you should uh, be sweeping that under the rug. I don't know why Sean is trying to silence your voice, Johnny. You know? I mean, I've been saying this episode after episode after episode. I've oh, been
2: so screaming. I'm about- the prick, am I? I'm the prick. Just because yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to make us a few bucks, okay? I I want for I want Ferd Britain on the show. I want Bastille on the show. I want those people on the show and I want to ask them, what are you doing to stop child sexual abuse? If (laughs) you don't have an answer to that, then get off the (laughs) pod.
0: I also went to school with um, Mumford and Sons. What the fuck is going on, Ed? Did you go to Fame Academy or something?
2: (laughs) Is that true? Yeah. I I think the only famous people who went to my school were like lower league footballers. I don't think anyone famous went to my school.
0: We'll get get the lower league footballers on. That'll be a nice start. And We're getting least, Grant Hall on. Good. What's it like playing for Middlesbrough? What
2: the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> who, the, who the fuck are you? A fucking hate Bastille. <laughs> <laughs> um so you not many not many famous people then, Sean, from your school? No, no one famous. I probably I'm probably one of the most famous.
0: That's a tragic. <laughs> t- tragic really. That I've just me and rem- you, I've remembered something. Have you remembered someone else who what? I what? No, 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 to no. School with a The last you? time was many years ago that I saw Marcus Mumford. I was doing comedy and they were getting pretty big. Um, and he, I saw him at a music festival. And he, he was like, "Oh, it's really exciting you're doing comedy. We, we love comedy. Like, I think you know, we're gonna, ha- we'd really like a comedian to support us one day on tour." it Just reminded me because you said that thing about supporting Bastille, and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, he was an- Well, yeah, yeah, maybe. You know, maybe you come do some some shows with us. We want to do wow. some like shows with comedians and." Uh, and I went, yeah, yeah. And then I never heard from him again. And three years later, they had a support act, and it was Piff the Magic Dragon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you're not Dragonhead. You're a great comic, but you're not Dragon. I'm afraid. Uh, no, I'm not a dragon with a little dog. <laughs> Would do you? I mean, do you think that your lack of magic tricks has held you back in that regard? I think so. Have you ever considered that? Have you ever indie considered folk bands? Yeah. <laughs> Um, Johnny, you said you had some. Uh, you, you, you called up an article about how to get a successful podcast because I think obviously we're getting we're getting to the nub of how to book celebrity guests, which seems to be uh, ask Ed Gamble for his uh, contact <laughs> list. <laughs> Look at Ed Gamble's school list and we're just gonna... pretend. That... <laughs> um, well, the 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 other question was, um, what would your like? What you've got to know, apparently, to have a successful podcast. You've got to have an idea of what your audience looked like mm-hmm. I mean was what that, would you was, say, was that going through your head when you started no because we didn't because we didn't have an audience when it started, so you could like what just... was your image of it like you have to so before you start a pod you're meant to go like who will listen to this podcast? who do we think we're appealing to right, but this is
0: according to this article the that...
2: pc world PC... how to have a successful podcast, which
0: i'm pretty sure is all the answers. I guess, um, I guess, because it's a food and comedy podcast off menu. I guess it's the audience that's quite broad because everyone loves to laugh it. and exactly. everyone loves to eat. You've well, there, it. there you go. So if you're if you're looking for a broad audience, you know, and that's what you want, really, isn't it? If you want as many people listening to it as possible, you want a broad audience.
2: Sorry, um, did you just say you want as many people to listen as possible?
0: Yeah, Johnny, do you want to write that down? That seems <laughs> like
2: a good tip that feels key actually that feels like a really big tip that we've we've been missing okay sorry carry on Ed this is we're really, we're really it, getting somewhere but I guess
0: like comedy like comedy nerds is what you want to start off with that's how you have to that's how you have to start really mm-hmm. because then mm-hmm. you can guest wise you book your friends who are comedians mm-hmm. that's the comedy nerds are interested and then more and more people listen to it and the more people listen to it the more likely you are to get PRs getting in contact to say can we book our client onto your show because we know you get a certain amount of listeners and then they can promote their product on it.
2: i tell you what's the dream, Sean. The dream is Bastille's PR gets in contact with us and we turn him down. That is that is where... This is how big we want this podcast
0: to go. We want to be now, turning... So- do you want a podcast or a vendetta?
2: <laughs> Both. At, the, at, the, at this stage, we don't really know. I, I, we were sort of driven by a desire to sell tickets and slowly
0: that has emerged into a desire for revenge against a band that have, has only really ever said nice things about Johnny. <laughs> I do really love that. The, it's a, what is good about this podcast is the, the top line, failing better, self-improvement podcast uh, from two people who desperately need it. Right, so that's great. But since we've since I've logged onto the podcast, it's been very clear that it's about getting the band Bastille onto the podcast. Well, that's fine. You, you, you. So my you my said main advice, Sean, would be <laughs> to not not have a podcast with a specific aim and top line and blurb, and then when someone listens to it, it's completely different. <laughs> That's, but, a, that's all very well and good, Ed, but you don't have the
2: visceral fit of the band must be <laughs> burning in your soul every night. We're not all lucky enough. We're not all lucky enough, all right, to be born surrounded by se- superstars, okay? Some of us have to build up from the bottom, all right? And you said it yourself. You have a comedy podcast. And a food podcast. So those are your two topics. Our topics are self-improvement and the bad Bastille. Those are our two topics. Yeah, fair enough. Fair um, enough. Maybe we do need to dial back the Bastille uh, stuff, Johnny. But then how are we supposed to support him if we don't hassle him? I feel we should. I think what the, the next step is increasingly aggressive text and and claims to sue. He won't know why we're suing him. We won't really know why we're suing him, but we'll just chuck it out a bit like Trump being incredibly litigious and see what happens. Maybe maybe hire a skywriter. Yeah, well, we have to know where he is then, because otherwise we're just picking a random bit of sky. I, th- I think we. I think we. Um, <laughs> we got. We just find his tour dates and we just above his venue, no matter what. Yeah, <laughs> failing better with Sean
0: McLaughlin and Johnny Pelham have you but, thought of maybe just thinking the podcast thing again like a because <laughs> failing better great self-improvement great yeah like a form a sort of a format <laughs> what's up like, johnny get, a, your we, we always, get your pet uh, we out get we your out we're about ask, to get some advice we always ask the guests this question or you know we're finding trying to find out how to self-improve like what you know how how do you do it what what do you suggest
2: yeah the thing yeah. we ask every guest is how do you how should we get the stay on the <laughs> yeah no i've
0: <laughs> Do you, you know, know that, Johnny? Johnny? I've got that. <laughs> that is the format.
2: <laughs> we do have a format. We do have a format. We don't, uh, it, when we don't have guests, I mean, this is a good advert for the podcast for people listening okay, for the okay, first cool. time. When we don't yeah. have guests, we usually focus on a specific self-help area and read a sort of famous book Great. or famous text from it. And we go through it. But when we have guests, we always like our guests to kind of give us their specific angle that they're a success story on. For Great. you, it's having a successful
0: celebrity-laden podcast. I'm, I'm gonna fire, i'm just looking up your podcast on i really, would really 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 like you to not do that Ed. no That's i was okay. gonna look at the logo because the logo is important as well
2: yeah interesting that johnny isn't it the logo is important what was johnny what was it that you said a week before the podcast when i said we need to get artwork i said do we even need artwork
0: because <laughs> it's got to stand out on that apple on that apple app on the mm. apple podcast it's got is good end I'd say the colour's a little dull, maybe the background colour's a little dull to stand out. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you, Ed. (laughs) But also, I do think, yeah, it's very clear. The title's very clear, and there's some nice Mm. pictures of you, so I think it's pretty good. Yeah, thanks so much. It's it's pretty good, eh? It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good.
2: Um, Okay, a format. Let's, let's, all right. Okay, this would be a good one, actually. Yeah. Um, Ed, Mm. would you say that you've ever had. Any self-help instincts?
0: Have you read any self-help books? Have you ever done any self-improvement things? Here's something. This sounds like a bad joke, but it's genuinely true. I I was worried that I was procrastinating. Mm -hmm. I had a massive procrastination issue. So I bought an audio book to help stop procrastinating and I, ge- I genuinely never got to the end of it because I procrastinated too much
2: yeah that's that I think that's probably built into it I bet I read those audio books or the or I bet they don't even record the last five tracks
0: they know people won't <laughs> these guys are gonna fucking listen to this are they
2: is that an issue with you would you say procrastination definitely usually, are you because you seem like a hard worker but is it just because you have loads on and you have to do it
0: or yeah if yeah, yeah exactly I'm better if like if someone says we are doing this at this time then I, I'll do it and I'll take on loads and I'll have loads to do but if I have a deadline for something that's in six months I'll yeah I'll panic yeah. in the last week or so
2: yeah we've not done a procrastination episode have we Johnny we should we haven't got around to it yet uh, but we should <laughs> thank you I, I doff my I doff my cup to me <laughs> <laughs> what else does this PC World article say then yeah, I'm, I'm curious as well. But when you say PC World, is it PC Gamer? I mean, it might be. I mean, does it make that much of a difference, really? Well, it is PC. You no, know, it's PCMag.com. If you want a magazine about, about PCs, check out PC World, the shop. Not PC World. <laughs> the, the first thing it says is, what is a podcast? Which feels quite sort of philosophical. <laughs> this is what Furniture Village say, makes a great podcast. Pets at home lets you know what how to make a good podcast. It does say keep your podcast focused, which I think we have. But maybe we need to change the focus. I've been mean, failing. Better self improvement right podcast. It's it, it felt like such a such a fertile idea, didn't it? But maybe we do need to change. Maybe we need to do an. Maybe we need to do a podcast. Where we would get like, I don't know. So off menus about food. What are the other big ones? Some of them about parenting. crime. We can do about crime. We can do a crime every week and talk true about how crime. it's gone. Can I just say something about these true crime podcasts, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, there aren't that many unsolved crimes. In the... I, I, I'm sorry, it's bullshit. Okay, you're making them up. It's bullshit. Well, why don't you make one up then? I well, think let's not. Make... I think let's let's commit a crime every week and see who gets the most money by the end of the. Every series we commit, every series we commit a series of crimes, and ever
0: gets the most cash wins. Well, well the best thing about that the is... and then you do another podcast based on the fact that it's an unsolved crime. That's brilliant. Yeah, I don't know how the police didn't see it. I left so much
2: evidence. <laughs> I did a podcast about it. <laughs> hiding in plain sight. I suppose the key thing with all podcasts is they have these formats and they have all these uh, they have all these ideas. But at the core of it, it is about getting to know the guests, right? Yeah. It's about getting to know the people on there. So yeah. in many ways, we've got the ultimate format because our, our audience really do know who we are, for better <laughs> and for worse. We're two men floundering around in the mud, <laughs> cold and shivering, yeah, broken, yeah. and talking about the steel. Yeah. Um, well, we've taken up a lot of your time, Ed. I think, it's probably, um, I think we've probably got enough good stuff there, would you say, Johnny? I think it's all
0: gold. I think it's pure gold. It's pure gold. My other, it's- I guess my other, my parting piece of advice would be: when you say goodbye to a guest, don't use the phrase. I think we've probably got a good <laughs> uh, enough good stuff there, haven't we, Johnny? John, John and ends then, everything and then like that. Johnny, and then Johnny should not say it's all gold in literally the most sarcastic voice I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Guys,
2: please Five star reviews for the podcast <laughs> We are giving time, you five star content of, At the end of every episode, Sean goes Do you think that was any good? Like, <laughs> loudly whilst <watched> the podcast <laughs> still on Every time he goes That was alright, wasn't it? I mean, it wasn't too shit Like, genuinely, he ended one by going like, It wasn't too shit I just, I don't like this. I don't, I don't like, I'm, I'm always the full guy. I'm all, old, old mugging Sean, always the full guy. I'm carrying this, I'm carrying this episode. I'll have you know. Yeah. I'm carrying it. That's Where are you carrying it, it though? Right? To a big field of crap. <laughs> I, hate
0: this. I hate this shit. A
2: big field of crap. All right, fine. We'll do another two hours. Um, <laughs> No, I've got stuff to do. I've got, I've, got, I've got places to be, baby. I've got, oh, yeah. I've got, I've got, I've got meetings, I've got figures in pies,
0: and I've <laughs> got to get them out of there because um, they're burning my fingers. Your meeting is uh, an apology at the pie shop, isn't it? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the pie shop. I mean, that is where I would go, isn't it? Yeah, I yeah. live in like Trumpton, don't I?
2: <laughs> I know. Q Pew, Barney McGrew, I'm trapped in the pie shop. Yeah, you are a Vino um, character. So, basically, what have we learned about putting on a good podcast? One. Speak clearly. Make it so people understand you. <laughs> that's what we've learned. Right, Johnny? When you said speak clearly, couldn't have any more gone against the speak clearly message of what you try. Yeah. <laughs> Talk good. Number two, um
0: be a good podcast. Yeah. That would you say that's good? Yeah, I would I would say again, this is not the sort of you're going against the first rule quite quite heavily there. <laughs> be a good podcast would you good is is that is that is that? Third rule break every rule you've instigated yeah instantly make <laughs> nice english
2: go. we uh abandon the form the thing is a lot of podcasts are so shit even <laughs> even the successful ones are so shit and so I, I, we you just think oh, well come on guys just listen to this one like some of them are so shit they're so shit which ones um that well, should be our tagline. I, I, do I don't want to say that. Other podcasts all of are not as successful and as shit as ours. Come <laughs> on, <off to me. laughs> Look, you already listened to a lot of crap. You may as well add one more freaking click to the mix. Um, no, but seriously, though, we, we love all our listeners, and please do give us a five-star review. Help the algorithm. So, the key thing is: have a format, do a good podcast, get Bastille on the show.
0: Um, did I, did I miss for anything me, else? For me, there? The main point is: deliver on what you're promising in the title and the blurb. Right, that's actually quite good advice, I think
2: <laughs> Problematically so Well, no, because we're saying that what, we're loser comedians And we're, and we're at the bottom of What the... about we change the blurb To, <laughs> to... A, a, a fun, hour-long, scrappy conversation That doesn't really go anywhere Or have any point I think the word and change the title so, to the word... Bad
0: Blood And it's all about yeah. trying to get Bastille on the show <laughs> uh, Bastille, where are you? That should be the name of my... <laughs> Bastille <laughs>
2: My favourite Bastille podcast How about that? That's a good idea. Oh, my God, that is a genuinely good idea. We should change it to My Favourite But Steel podcast and just slag off Dan Smith and no, he hears no. about No, no, stop slag... No, we need to not slag him off. We He's need heard to... about you already, Johnny. He said it, you inspired the album. It doesn't make any sense, Ed, why he hasn't at least... I, like, why hasn't he got back to me? Who's I'm... your biggest inspiration, Ed? Uh, Dan Smith. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's why, he, that's why Ed wanted to come on the podcast to meet you, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That makes sense. It makes, yeah, that sense. makes a lot of sense. Um, look, I really do... Uh, look, I cannot stress this enough. I think we've got some all right stuff here. So, uh, <laughs> I agree. I've had a nice time. It's been good, hasn't it, Ed? Um, would you like to do a little
0: uh, shout out to our listeners about how they should just keep listening to our podcast That's so that it's the best yeah. podcast in the world? Keep listening to Failing Better with Sean McLaughlin and Johnny Pelham, please. It's the bed po- best. It's the bed podcast in the world. <laughs> it's the bed podcast. You in got the into
2: that. I like how you got. You understood what the podcast was about, and you nailed it. It's <laughs> speaking yeah, incoherently. I'm in the rhythm now. We've really dragged you down to our level. Now, <laughs> off Ed. menu. The first ten minutes of off menu, but you try and get this out of your gearbox. you be, be speaking badly. <laughs> it won't make any sense. You'll be looking at James like A format. We don't need one honestly Let's just improv
0: Relax Come on Let's try and get Bastille on <laughs> Have you had Bastille on If you on get Bastille
2: on I'll be fucking furious with Never you. had Bastille on If you get Bastille
0: on your podcast It's over Ed It's,
2: yeah, it's over. a hate crime That is a hate crime I mean, to us made...
0: <laughs> you've Now made obvious, fu- obviously That's exactly what we're going to try and do <laughs> You've made a fucking enemy for life If you've done that <laughs> Especially if, you, if, if he asks his questions. He just goes, uh, uh,
2: Papa Dom's or bread? Uh, Johnny Pelham, I love Johnny Pelham. You just go, come on, Dan. His We're whole right menu here, baby. is Johnny Pelham. <laughs> Johnny Pelham is my me naked on a plate. As do many women in the world. <laughs> <laughs> God. And men, and men. Um,
0: Ed, anything you want to plug? Um, yeah, I guess. I guess <laughs> off-menu. I guess the Taskmaster podcast. I do a, a podcast well there's a podcast of my radio show with matthew crosby on radio x um i'm on tour you know all of that all of that um, um that. well our listeners would love
2: to go and see you right johnny they're they're massive and you know we're, we're growing in france so if you want to do a france arena tour <laughs> you can do that now and you'll be you'll sell it out in a second okay i'll hold you to that <laughs> we're, growing in, we're growing in france so uh all, all our french listeners uh, you may not know who Fern Britain is, but just a quick Google and you'll know. You'll understand a lot of the episode. She was the lead Brexit campaigner. <laughs> yeah.
0: She sounds like a, a mascot invented by the Brexit. <laughs> it really does. Fern, Fern, Fern Britton
2: will see us. Through. We might not have any economic growth, but we've got Fern Britain and a bulldog. Between Dover's has- own Rose Fern Britain. Between that and Sally England. <laughs> Oh, um, well, I think this has been one of the better, better pods, to be honest. <laughs> There's one of those sentences you never want to hear as a guest again. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, let, me, let me tell you a sentence that Johnny ended one of the podcasts in recently. it would be a good good one to end, this one, actually. I said to Johnny something, we sort of do a post-log after the episode, and I sort of said to Johnny, oh, yeah, they're saying stuff. And he went, what? You're talking to me? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's not something you tend to hear podcast hosts say, is it? <laughs> and you were like, oh, I just thought you had this wrapped up. Well, anyway. So, um, thank you very much for coming on. <laughs> and uh, Ed, we, we have a thing we like to do. We, we like to say our names and then say, and we are failing better. Mm-hmm. Would you uh, humour us and do it with us? So I'm going to say my name. Yeah. Johnny will say his name and you say your name. And then we go, and together we're failing better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And okay, the key I thing is, not. I can't see this going well. <laughs> Look, it always, always, always goes well, Ed. I mean that. This is if this, this doesn't is the one go, one thing
0: we nail every time. Yeah. This is if this goes, we've got nothing. Can yeah. I just say this is not the least professional podcast I've ever been on? Take that as a compliment. But uh, we much. will, hundred percent. We will. I have been on David Earl and Joe Wilkinson's podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's a great podcast, though, isn't it? It's a great podcast. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, anyway, I'm Sean McLaughlin. I'm Johnny Pallam. I'm Ed Gamble. And, and we together. are <laughs> failing. Better. You told me to say together. Yeah, I didn't make it clear who should say all that stuff. So that was Ed. That was Ed Gamble. A lot of food for thought there, Johnny. It really. When he said um, the title and the tagline need to follow what the content of the show is about, that was some humdingly good advice because. We can learn from that. Yeah, I think we learned a lot from him about how to put on a good podcast. And let's be honest, I think he left... Having learnt a lot from us about how to put on a good podcast, I'm looking forward to next week's off menu because I feel he'll bring a lot of our because we podcast we podcast like jazz. We don't play by the rules. We're not structure based. You know, we just let it flow, baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you know off menu could learn a lot from us, really. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, do go see Ed on tour if he's coming near you. He is one of the best comedians in the country. And uh, do keep listening to this podcast if you've listened because of Ed, because. We, we just would like you to listen. Um, it was such a note of, like, despair. <laughs> you were the please. No, you really emphasised the please and quite like a... Please. We are really doing our fucking best here, lads. Um, yeah. Look, it might not be great, but it's the best we can do. So give us a listen. Uh, well, the key thing now is we're talking about our weekly goals. Every week we set goals for ourselves to try and improve our lives. Last week, what was your goal, Johnny? You were to lose £2 this week. And have you lost two pounds? I've gained one pound. <laughs> no, have yeah. you? Yeah. What happened was it was just sunny, and when it's sunny, you're like, "Well, I'll have a beer," and then you know, then you eat something terrible, and it all went a bit wrong. Oh, but I had a lovely sorry. week, and also it's, it's stopping me being so sunny now, so I think that's going to help in the old the old weight loss train. What's your thing? It's just diet. There's no exercise going into it. It's all just well. Not to get too. I'm, I'm walking my tiptoes due to sort of a slight disability, and so at the moment my ankle keeps. Always oh, for this pity party, Johnny. Come on, we're trying to keep this light. Sorry, I mean um, I'm too cool to run. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, that's yes. it. Yeah, yeah. I look at joggers and I think you ants, <laughs> you pathetic little ants, uh, and so I don't jog. So, but I might start doing. I should swim more. You swim, don't you? Badly. Yeah, I do. I do swim. I do. Uh, interesting that you say you're going to swim because you really gave me nothing but abuse when I told you I was swimming. But um, looks like the hunter has become the hunted. The shark has become uh, an even bigger... <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what it's good for? It's good for, you. It's good for mental capacity, actually, swimming. So I'd, I'd get down the pool pronto. Um, my goal I've succeeded in... What was your goal? To buy a cool denim jacket. <laughs> you, can we see it? Well, it's in the it's in other room. I mean, listeners won't Get be able to on. see it. Get it on. But then we can take a picture of it and share it on the socials. All right. On the socials, listeners, follow at FailingPod on Twitter. I will be posting Perfect. a picture of me in my denim jacket, which I do worry is a women's denim jacket. Um... But it is good. It looks pretty cool on me, actually. It's what cool. and I've, or- and I've yeah. ordered a second one that's black. So this one's blue, <laughs> and I've ordered a black one. I love the idea of you becoming a denim. You can become if you are, um, adver- if you sell denim jackets, advertise on this pod because Sean is the perfect model. Because you actually modelled a bit when you were younger, didn't you, Sean? <laughs> Yeah, you, you and Kate Moss used to hang out all the time at the parties in LA. I did a bit of modelling when I was younger. Uh, yeah. Kate Moss was sort of doing Vogue and Gap. I was focusing more on like Clark's and. <laughs> I love how you're shitting on Clark's. <laughs> I know you, I couldn't think idea... of anything shit. I couldn't think of anything. I couldn't think of anything shit enough for me to model. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I really couldn't. Well, that's quite, that's uh, uh, if you can think of anything shit enough for Sean to model audience send us a tweet i don't think no that's not a ignore, what's, ignore what you just what's say it, what, belay that order listeners sean look at the, look at sean the pathetic man he is what could he advertise that would make sense for his brand maybe what? like like underwear with shit in it or, uh, Who's piss- selling that? Who's piss- selling that? <laughs> that Who's selling there's a- no way some woman isn't selling their shitty knickers online. Yeah, yeah, this woman probably is selling her shitty knickers online, but she's not, she's not hiring models to, like, promote <laughs> the brand, is she? She's probably got a very devoted niche audience a bit like us that's oh, did, yeah a, that's not what we have in common with the fetish shit model we both have devoted small audiences who are committed to watching us go speaking of which by the way what did you think of ed's comment about our artwork because i was I, I thought that was pretty below the belt to be honest i thought he said he looked all right that he was a bit dull yeah didn't like that yeah it's not didn't like it's that vibrant it's wonderful and it's exactly lovely. Yeah. you can't say that we've got dull artwork and then say that we're not giving the audience what they expect based on the <laughs> <laughs> the artwork matches the content exactly dull dull, dull. <laughs> um so uh, yeah i have bought a denim jacket um now i, I can't to think... wait to see you in your denim jacket i, looked, I think I look you good look in it. really I look, quite silly i know i look really cool i'm loyal to denim as a fabric and i'm loyal to the denim jacket i think it's an evergreen piece of fashion <laughs> I look good and it's blue. I look like Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I look like Bruce Springsteen. Hey, you look like uh, the tribute act of Bruce Springsteen. What would your um? What, what's your goal then for the next week? My goal is to take my dog for two walks a day. Because at the moment I'm taking her for one big walk, but then in the evening, she always gets a bit pesky and I feel like I need to take her for another walk. Okay. I can never quite be asked because it's a bit of a, you know... What a a wonderful life your dog leads. I mean, just the sounds of every time you give us a sort of insight into your ownership of this dog. It's like, yeah, my dog ate a debit card today. I don't really like taking it for walks. I take him for like an hour. I take him for like an over an hour walk most days off the lead, so she's running around like a crazy dog. But um, you know, but I would like to. I'd like to give her a second walk in the evening. But then I'm often kicking and stuff. I mean, I'm not often kicking. That's a big lie. But. I'd like to be gigging. I'm gigging quite a lot this week. Oh, good. Well, um, uh, I don't give a shit about that. My goal (laughs) is... uh, Do you know what my goal is? What? I want to do 20 sit-ups and 20 push-ups a day. That's exciting. Because I'm trying to build up my core strength and my upper body strength because my arms have got so, so measly and weak that I'm ashamed to wear (laughs) T-shirts. Is that why you bought the denim jacket to cover your tiny arms? 100%. 100%. Because you <laughs> need, it's like a good summary thing to wear. And they go, oh, look, he's just wearing a t shirt and a denim jacket. People think it's a stylistic choice. It's not. It's because I, I look in a car window reflection as I'm walking down the street with a t shirt and I disgust myself. So, um, time to eat lots of protein and do those push ups. I love the idea of you as a meaty Sean. I'd love that. It's what, meaty like a Sean? Like big, big, beefy, like a beef Sean. Yeah, yeah. I, on. I, uh, my intention is to get jacked, and you are planning on auditioning for the the upcoming series of O2, aren't you? O2, I mean, what's the what's the thing with <laughs> what the fuck is that? OC, 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 O2. <laughs> oh why I wish I could do a podcast with Ed Gamble and not with you so the feeling's it. mutual maybe we both send an email to Ed to try and get try and get look, Ed, failing that is not working and my co-host is a fucking moron we could just send him the same, exactly the same email Look, listeners, if you've liked this, you need to start bombarding Ed Gamble and go, "Hey, we loved you on Failing Better. We think you should be on that podcast more. You should leave off menu. Enjoy Failing Better. That's what we want. We want the transfer system. I'll, I'm happy to go off menu if needed. That would be like um. That would be like uh, you know, like Newcastle United has been bought by these Saudi billionaires. Yeah, what's going to happen to Chelsea when they can't buy anyone? <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be Reese James dropping down. Oh God. Um. All right, then. That's been the episode. Thanks so much, Johnny. Thanks so much, Sean. And thanks so much, Producer Paul. I think this has been, an, I mean, another absolute smash hit from the kookiest boys in podcasting. If this doesn't get five stars, you're not looking at the same universe as me. If this doesn't get five stars, then you must be deaf. One, two, three, go.
1: A podcast from producerpaul.co.uk.